Ever have a conversation that was so good you wish it had been recorded? Think those conversations would be great to be able to share? Wondering if there's support or research for the recommendations your smart girlfriends give about mental, spiritual, and physical health? This podcast was born to answer those kinds of questions. Hello, I'm Sherry Coleman-Collins, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist, and here with me in the studio is my girlfriend, Dee Wilson. We're excited to have you joining us for this edition of the Southern Fried Girlfriends Podcast. Dee, how are you today? I'm doing great, Sherry. I'm so excited for this show. I know. It's going to be so good. Well, today we have a very special guest, a guest unlike any we've had before. We have our very first guy friend on the show today. Not only is he a guy friend, he's my best friend and my sweetheart. Today we're hosting a special guest in honor of Father's Day, my very own baby daddy, Chad Collins. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that sometimes the role of a father is minimized, but I also believe that a good father, having a good relationship with our fathers can have long-lasting positive impacts on our mental and emotional health for a lifetime. Absolutely. I'm really blessed to have a wonderful husband who's a really great father to our son. So welcome to the show, honey. Thank you. (laughs) We're so excited to have you on the show, and um, I think that everybody's going to love listening to this show about Father's Day. Um, So, I think that without further ado, let's ask Chad, honey, what's the best part of being a father? Um, One of the things I love is is when he he follows me around, or like if I'm working in the yard, if if I'm digging a hole, he wants to dig also, or (laughs) or raking, he wants to also rake. Those those are things that uh, that I didn't didn't expect. Yeah. He wants to be just like Chad. So you didn't expect a shadow? No, I really didn't. (laughs) What did you expect? What did you think fatherhood was going to be like? Well, I really didn't know what to expect. Um, Growing up, we weren't around a lot of um, a lot of other kids. We're around a lot of our, we moved away from our family, so I, I didn't know what to expect. So pleasantly surprised. Yes, very much so. Yeah. And usually, for the listener's benefit, during the show, Chad and our son go and do their own thing. And then Dee and I have the show, and we have our guests, and we do our thing tonight. Today, we're both in here, so <laughs> the kid is like running the show. <laughs> He's got run of the house. And he may come in um, because we do the show in our home, in our home studio. He may come in and out. So if you hear some fun, interesting things in the background, y'all just know that's our four-year-old son <laughs> making himself, uh, you know, king of the castle. And maybe we'll be able to get him to talk a little bit. Maybe so. He might He might join us. He might not. <laughs> well, I will say, you know, and it's so funny to hear you talk about um, how the surprise of having Gavin as a shadow and having him following you around. And I will say that that's for me, like one of the most fun parts of being the mom on the outside, watching that relationship grow and seeing, um, one of my favorite things about how Chad fathers our son is that you're so patient with him and you teach him so well, you know, really intentionally just kind of getting right down on his level. And if, if he wants to do something, you always find a way for him to do it. I try to. Yeah. It's, it seems like a good way for him to learn. Yeah. And even with power tools, <laughs> things that mom would never oh let him Oh my God, do. you let the baby have power tools? My heart. I think we started about two with the power Are tools. Are you serious? He's serious. He's serious. I know he's serious. I'm scared. Not not cutting tools, but but power tools. You know yeah. a drill. Yeah, yes. exactly. A drill with no bit, then a drill with the bit, and yeah, just like letting him step up 
and do things that, you know, for me, like as a mom, I, I am, my role is, is I feel very protective. I try hard not to be too much of an overprotective helicopter mom, <laughs> but my, my instinct is to protect him from ever getting hurt by anything. And so I've always told Chad, or I feel like I've told you that I want, like, you have to teach him to be brave. I think that's so important a part of being a father. Like, I, I mean, I'm not a father. Hopefully I'm not putting words in your mouth, but like I think about, you know, my sons with their dads and how they're able to learn things from them that I would never have the uh, will to teach them. You know, I think about my youngest son and his dad and my youngest son loves knives, you know, thinking about things that are dangerous for a young child to handle (laughs) but because he learned from his dad because he was involved in boy scouts because his dad really uh focused on that with him i know that he's safe i would never have been able to teach him that yeah yeah i think that's really important and and you know chad what do you think about that as far as the role of the dad teaching about bravery or courage or it's not something i really think about but just encourage him when, uh, if he doesn't want to do something like you can do it, you can do it. And if he doesn't want to, well, then we'll try again later. Yeah. Do you always circle back to it? Not, not intentionally, mm-hmm. but you know, if it's something that I'm doing and he's right there with me then then I, I will, I will again, encourage him to do it. So a lot of times he kind of wants to, but he's a little bit fearful mm-hmm. well, about some smart. things. Not like the, <laughs> like he really likes ladders for some reason. He, really? he doesn't, yeah. He likes to go up ladders. Again, things that make me nervous. <laughs> That's well, good reason, but yeah, he likes ladders. Yeah. And so far we've kept him alive. So that's mm-hmm. a pretty good, that's pretty good, I think. Track and record. healthy and he seems fearless to me. Oh. He's gotten more, you know, he used to be much more, I think he used to be much more conservative, probably my fault, <laughs> and afraid to do things. And now he's gotten more and more brave. And part of that's just getting older, right? He's four and a half. He's, you know, he's getting braver. And I think with Chad's encouragement, he's, doing even more of those kinds of things. He still doesn't like spiders and spider webs. Me either. For the record. Three. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think, um, what do you think, Chad, what do you think is the hardest thing about being a dad? Discipline. Um, I don't like doing it, um, but I also don't like it when he doesn't listen to us. Yeah. That's very frustrating. Yeah. Tell him to do something and he, he's like, oh, he just doesn't listen. Don't want to do it or, or I'll do it in a minute. No. I'm four years old. I do what I want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you're patient. You're Sometimes. more patient. <clears throat> you, he's patient. Chad's patient until the third or fourth time. Then no more patience. I mean, who's patient after the fourth time? I'm not. <laughs> no. I'm usually pretty patient. I'm usually pretty patient. Far more so than I am. Yeah. But, you know, I think there's a balance, right? And that's one of the things that I think, you know, in in a parenting situation, it's so good to have each other to balance each other. You know, I grew up mostly with a single mom and she did an awesome job being mom and dad most of my life because it was necessary, but there was definitely something that was missing. And I think she would probably admit that it would have been so much easier to share that burden Mm -hmm. and also to have somebody to balance her. And there was not that situation for us. So I think I really am grateful that we have that balance. 
for each other. And I and I've often said to Chad, you have to teach him to be a man. I can't teach him to be a man, you know? I was so happy when we had a boy because I think the world needs more Chads. The world needs more men like Chad. Absolutely. I agree. Chad is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he is Thank awesome. You. And, you know, so I'm really happy that he's here to do that because, you know, we don't need any more Sherry's. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Even with a girl, you know, I think about my dad who had two daughters and no sons. And there was still that balance that he provided for my mother where he pushed me and my sister to do things that, you know, maybe... He, most people wouldn't think girls would do. You know, my sister was four years old and playing soccer. This is back in like the 70s, Yeah. you know, and he pushed us to speak our mind. Now, maybe he feels like he went a little overboard because we <laughs> both are pretty opinionated. But I, I also think that that's something that he admires about us. And it's definitely because he encouraged that in us. So. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. Even if you had a daughter, I think it would be great. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so I think that's incredibly important. And you know, I was really lucky that while I didn't grow up with a dad with in my life most of my young childhood, I did as a teenager have a really amazing stepfather who stepped in. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because I was, you know, I was 19 when when my mom and my dad, my stepfather got married, but for me, it was I thought that I was beyond needing a father in my life and I so still needed him. And he became such an important and he is such an important person. I was in my about life. to say, you still don't need it. I mean, I need my dad now. <laughs> Twenty plus years later, yes. you know, he's still influencing my life in a really positive way. So I think, you know, women and girls need their dads just like boys and and men need their fathers. So Absolutely. the role of a father, I think, is a lifetime important role. So you got your work cut out for you, dude. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, is that intimidating? Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it? Mm -hmm. It is. What's intimidating about it for you? Well, you don't want to. You don't want to screw up the kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we always think about moms feeling like, oh, I have to be this perfect mom because I don't want my kid to get screwed up. I don't really think about dads having that same thought. Mm -hmm. So to hear you admit that is huge for me right now. Like mind blown, totally. You think about that? Of course. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, don't want to see him on the news or arrested or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, and with so much happening in the world, you know, I think I think parents have always been sort of the brunt of like, it's your fault your kid turned out the way they did. <laughs> but I think now you're right, with more and more things in the news, young people getting in trouble, doing things they shouldn't be doing, and certainly with school shootings and those kinds of things. I think for me, my first thought always goes back to what's going on in that child's house. What's going on in their family and, you know, what happened to their parents? Because I think, you know, how do kids get that way? And some of that maybe can be traced to parenting, but a whole lot of it, I think, is mental health issues that mm -hmm. go undiagnosed that are that are maybe not as the result of bad parenting, right? There are you a lot of other factors. You can do the best that you can do and still have to battle mm -hmm. other things. <laughs> yeah. And society, right? We're yeah. parenting in a in a world where, you know, the media has so much influence on our children and we have to be really intentional to fight that. I'd say social media. Yeah. People are connected but not personally connected. You just said that. Yeah. You're like connected but not really um, engaging with the people that are around you in any real way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that includes parents connecting to their children and children connecting to their parents. You have to fight through that. What do you think are some ways that dads can do that, Chad? 
Um, one thing Gavin and I do is we uh, we go and do the the Home Depot build once a month, where you know it's 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 intentional time where we can just go off together and and do that. Um, we we like to wander around in the yard and look and see what we can find. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we find bugs and dead birds and you know different things in the yard. And today he um, he yells at me. He's like, Dad, Dad, look, come over here and see what I found. It was some kind of fungus growing on his his play fort. I don't know what it was, but he was he was very impressed and and <laughs> wanted me to come see it. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that um, that speaks to how you promote that um, create like curiosity and this sense of exploration. And and we've talked about that too, but I think it's different when he's with you and you guys do it together. Yeah. So you don't find dead birds with him, or uh, not on purpose. <laughs> We don't go looking for them. <laughs> I hope we don't find any dead birds now that we have chickens. <laughs> well, today he found a, there was an owl in the backyard. I don't know if it was looking at the chickens, but it was definitely in the backyard. No. At first, he's like pointing to the tree saying, Dad, Dad, I saw an owl. And I wasn't sure if it was because he saw an owl last night when we were walking home from getting pizza. But um, after, because um, I didn't see it, because those things can't so well camouflage. But after a minute or two, I saw it fly away. So he <gasps> he really did see it, and it was right and right behind the chickens. Oh my goodness! Do they eat chickens? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. But there's also a squirrel back there that could have been hunting the squirrel too. Our chickens. Why are do protected. I think owls eat like bugs and stuff? No, they mm. no, mm. they're predators. They, they like meat. meat. They do. <laughs> 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 Circle of life in the backyard. <laughs> Uh, well, for those people who don't know, and most of our listeners probably don't know, Chad and I are what some people might consider older parents. (laughs) I was 39 when Gavin was born and Chad was in his 40s. So we're not alone. Of course, you know, I think parents are getting older. You know, people are waiting longer and choosing to have their careers or finish their education or just waiting to find the right person. And some people, of course, are choosing not to get married at all and not to have kids. But um, according to a 2017 study, the average age of a father of a newborn in the U.S. has increased from 27.4 years old to 30.9 years old. Um, up to 2015. Wow. Yeah. So I think, you know, that's an, it's interesting. And certainly there are some potential health implications to waiting longer to have kids, although they're probably lower than some people would have you believe. But I definitely think there are some other impacts of being older parents. And, you know, I can certainly talk about that in some future episode, but I'm really interested to know, Chad, what do you think? Do you think that being older when we welcomed our son has impacted the way that you parent? I'm sure it has. I, I don't think I would have been as 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 patient and tolerant uh, at, a, at a younger age. Yeah, I think that's true for me too. I think there's also a certain amount of wisdom that you think that you have now to offer. Sure. <laughs> Chad's like I've know. been wise always. <laughs> I don't okay. know if I'm any wiser now. But... <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think in the ten years I've known you, I've seen you become wiser. Okay. Yeah. I think you're a great father. I think that you definitely have um, have a lot to offer. And I, I didn't know you as a younger Chad, but I've, I've heard you talk about yourself a little bit. And it sounds like you probably are a more patient, wiser dad than you would have been at 25. No doubt. Yeah. Really, Chad? Oh, yes. You were wild. I can't see oh, yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying it. I don't believe it. Okay. You can talk to some of my like, friends. I don't have to you can talk to some of my friends from college. I need a phone number. (laughs) It's why he's so laid back now. (laughs) 
So question, are there things that you feel strongly about passing on to our sons? What are, what are some of those things that come to mind for you when you think about things you want him to know and learn and anything you feel like um, uh, particularly strong about passing on? I guess yeah, just a, kind of a self-sufficient, um, do-it-yourselfer, not be uh, dependent on others, um, or good work ethic. I feel like we're doing a good job there so far. Absolutely. Yeah, Gavin is one of the most independent children I know. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it's so funny because when he started preschool, his one of the first things his his teacher told us in like a, our, the formal evaluation, which by the way, I did not know they did like a formal evaluation in preschool of a two-year-old. I'm like, what are, you, what are you evaluating? What are you evaluating? Do, are they talking in complete sentences at that age? Yeah. It's been a long time since I had a little one. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was, he was actually a pretty early talker. Shocking. Yes. My kid. Very much. <laughs> so he could talk in complete sentences. In fact, that they said that he was a good communicator and they said that he was, um, he was very independent. And I was like, okay, yep, that's our kid. <laughs> and, you know, I think Chad is um, is a full-on DIY kind of guy. And, you know, it was funny because I love to tell the story of when Chad and I, before we were ever dating, we went camping together. And... Um, we were just friends and he was, uh, he was he camping was, one-on-one or in a group. No, or, we're in a group. Yeah. Okay. Group. And so, you know, you set up camp and what's one of the first things you do when you set up camp, you get wood for the fire, right? You have to get wood for the fire. So he's like directing everybody go get wood and you guys get, you know, get kindling and we'll go get some other wood. I'm like, okay, great. And I'm thinking, Oh, I've never really done much camping. So I'm like, pulling together sticks and stuff like this. And I look up and I see Chad coming back from the forest and he's carrying a tree over his shoulder. Oh my <laughs> God. What? That's awesome. I know, right? <laughs> did your heart go, wait a It kind of did. I was like, I was like, whoa. Um, I, and in my mind, I remember very clearly thinking like, whoever marries that guy is never going to have to worry about whether they're taken care of. And I didn't know that I was going to be, be that person. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that story for me, but now seeing Chad as a father, I see that same thing, that, that desire to provide and, you know, that drive to, to teach him, to teach our son to do those things too. It's very Chop cool. Wood. Yeah. Wait, you get the baby an ax? Not yet. Oh, Lord. How, do, how does he, but he gets to participate in the wood chopping. He love not well. I don't, I don't chop wood around him, but we do cut wood. Um, and he gets very upset if I do not let him help. What he likes to do is hold it down while I while I cut the wood, and he'll he'll grab the piece that just that I just cut off, and he'll go put it on the wood stack, and Aww. he loves doing that. I think one of the things that you do really well as a dad is to is to always encourage participation. And I think we've talked a little bit about that, but I think, you know, in sort of teaching him things, I'm like, a, let's sit down and, you know, I'll teach you letters and numbers and we color and we do like, you know, and we, we read and you do those things too. But the thing that you do, I think much more and even better is to do that participation kind of thing. Like, how do you teach him? You teach him by showing him mm -hmm. and then by also encouraging him to do things with you. That's right. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Well, I think that those are those are most of the things that most of the questions that I had for you about being a daddy. Is there anything else that you would say that's been fun or that you're looking forward to? 
I can't think of anything. You're doing a great job. Thank you. So you guys don't have any, um, I don't know, qualms about, you know, what it's going to be like to have Gavin as a teenager? Sure. Driving, drugs, alcohol. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So have you negotiated who's teaching driving? Or... <laughs> That'll probably be Chad. <laughs> Sherry's a very good driver, though. Thank you. I don't think she said anything yet. She does occasionally drive through the grass. I didn't. That was that was, that was okay. That was me. Your voice she blamed was it. Like she so she high. blamed it on the mail lady. The mail and lady did I, it too. Yes, the mail lady did do it also. But Sherry <laughs> left. There's evidence on the side of her car. I took a picture of the mud on their car. Did you hear him? He took a picture of the uh-huh. mud on my car. Isn't that rotten? He's we like, look what you did. To make sure that it was clear that it was you. Well, she was trying to say, oh no, it wasn't me. You know, where where was this? And that was on the wrong side of the car. No. Cameo. Okay, I gotta go help with a bolt. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Chad. It was awesome to have you here with us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, thanks so much, honey. I love you. I love you too. Bye, Gavin. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, that was awesome. I'm super grateful to uh, my baby's daddy for coming on the show and sharing with us some of his thoughts and insights on being a dad and being the dad to our son. And um, man, he is just, I think, a a stellar father. And um, I hope that you guys got a little bit of that from this interview and time with him. Dee, do you have anything else? Any other thoughts on fatherhood? Only that I just, this has been a great show. I really enjoyed talking to Chad. This is probably the most I've heard him talk ever, (laughs) uh, which was awesome. And I'm so happy that, you know, our listeners got a chance to meet him and also to kind of hear Gavin. Yeah. So, you know, it's so funny because, um, so I think, you know, with couples, part of what makes a successful couple is when you kind of complement each other Mm -hmm. and you're different enough from each other in order to balance each other and alike enough in order to have plenty of things in common, right? Because you have a lifetime to share those things. And, um, Chad and I are definitely that we, we complement each other from the perspective of, you know, he's a DIYer. I'm a let's hire somebody. He's a saver. I'm a spender. We're, we're <laughs> definitely, but, but it's also, I'm the extroverted personality and he's the introvert. So it was a big ask for him to come on the show today. And I'm so grateful that he was willing to come and share some of his thoughts and perspectives on, um, being a dad. And, um, I think, He's very humble, um, but he's he's a really, really great dad. Yeah, so he's I'm a solid guy. He like, is. Like, all the way around, he's a solid guy. Yeah, unquestionably. You can tell that I still am really in love with this guy, too. Yeah, right? girl, when you were talking about that tree, I was <laughs> like, look at her. <laughs> She's blushing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm crazy about him. Girl, all if right. I saw my man walk out of the woods with a tree on his shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, it was yes. exciting. It was, and you know what? It got better from there. So I'm I'm uh, I'm blessed for sure to have a great husband and a really great dad for my son. So yeah, all good stuff. Well, I definitely want to say any of, to any of our male listeners, and believe it or not, we do have some male listeners, which is pretty cool. I believe it. We love having you guys listening to us, and we hope you've enjoyed this Father's Day episode. Whether you're a mom or a dad or you're another person who's listening who's not a parent yet or not going to be a parent, that's okay too. We're really happy that you're here and we hope that you've enjoyed this show and that you will share it with a father in your life and um, 
um, and and certainly be encouraged. And we want to say Happy Father's Day, right? Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And again, as a reminder, um, the show is going to be changing format. So this is um, this is two weeks from our previous show. It's going to be two weeks until we have another show. So just keep listening. Make sure that you're tuned in, that you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. If you're not part of our Facebook community, I would encourage you to join us there. Make sure that you um, that you you chime in. Let us know what you think about the show. Share any other resources, thoughts. And you can always send us an email at southernfriedgirlfriends at gmail.com. I think that's it, Dee. Is there anything else? I think that's it. Oh, I covered it all. <laughs> um, all right. So as we wrap up the show, there is one question we always ask, the last question we end the show with, and that is what is the one thing you're going to do to be healthier today? So maybe not physically healthier because it is ramen, but I am hanging out with my two sons today, both of them. I rarely get a chance Aww. to hang out with my older son. He's 23 and has moved out of the house, and so I see him maybe a couple times a month. So we're hanging out this afternoon, and we're going to go to the ramen house and just enjoy each other's company. How so fun. emotionally healthier. I love that. And I love ramen for the record. Yeah. I love ramen. <laughs> like a good, they have a great ramen yeah. house downtown. I don't know if that's downtown, but yeah. So we're going to be going there yeah. enjoying. Oh, I do <laughs> want to check that out. I love to make homemade ramen. So maybe I'll share my ramen recipes. Oh yeah. yeah. I have some really yummy ramen recipes that I use. Awesome. Well, for me, um, I'm also doing something that's sort of in the mental and emotional, spiritual health kind of uh, realm. And that's, I'm, we're having dinner with my folks. Nice. Yeah. So this is our Father's Day episode and I'm going to be having dinner with my two favorite fathers, my my dad and my husband. So yeah, so it'll be, it'll be big fun. All right. Well, thanks again for listening, folks. We're so glad to have you as part of our show. We encourage you to connect with us and we'll look forward to hearing from you and listening and talking with you on the next episode of the Southern Pride Girlfriends podcast. Have Bye a great guys. day. Bye. Bye.